0: Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and I want to talk about what we should do when our family doesn't believe in us. You know, it hurts when our family doesn't support us, and I'm not trying to downplay the ramifications of all of this, and I'm also not here to bash family members who don't believe in us or who, what we would say don't believe in us, who do not actively support our goals and provide us with positive energy about our vision. I'm here to tell you today, keep striving even when they don't. It is a knife twist and pain stabbing us in our heart when our expectation of what we think should occur often falls on the opposite end of the spectrum. It can cause us to have disillusionment, distrust, lower self-confidence, maybe even an unwillingness to try. And I know it can make us feel unworthy and unloved or unwanted. You know, we want our family members to be the first one in line for us, the first one to show their, you know, support, to share out, to encourage. and But when we step out to be ourselves, we must accept that not all of our family members are going to follow that same drumbeat that we hear. And I'm not trying to be pessimistic and negative, but the truth is, not everyone in our family He's going to be happy for us, and in fact, you might run across jealousy. you may have people to cause stumbling blocks to come in our way, even within family units. And that is so sad to say. but based on you know my conversations with people and my coaching experiences, I know this is to be true. People in our family may see us moving forward on a project or an idea or career change or goals or life decisions. And instead of praying for us, they may be plotting on how they can cause a rift. Humans are not always as easy to understand. You know, we can call it jealousy or hatred or stores of strife. You know we know those people that are constantly... Like stirring it up. But whatever the root cause, when we are not supported, we often take it personally, which can then lead us to a place like a danger zone of unforgiveness. You know, God asks us to forgive, Jesus asks us to forgive. You know, just because my husband won't read my novels or my blogs or listen to my podcast or subscribe even. Like, I can't feel bad about it or pressure him or guilt trip him into it or, you know, start down this path of, well, he's not supportive of me. Because I know that's just not true. You know, he has his own interests. He has his own things that he likes to explore in his own time. And I must respect that. You know, just because my family doesn't go out of their way to check in on my ministry or what's happening with my uh, writing career, you know, it doesn't mean that they don't care any less about me. It doesn't mean that they don't love me. And then I can hear someone say, well, if they loved me, they would do X. Well, if they loved me, they would do Y. You know, love is supposed to be unconditional here. And when we write, we want to share it with our family. And we hope that our family is as enthusiastic as about our newest venture as we are. We want our family to be our biggest cheerleaders, and they are the ones that we care deeply about. And we share common bonds with and, you know, years of life with. You know, we walk this life with our family, and we would think that they would be the first one lining up to be our beta readers, write reviews for us, share our stuff out, you know, talk, talk to their friends and other family members about and, you know, promote us and wait. Well, then we expect our family to be our free marketing team. You see what I'm saying here? You know, you may laugh at me and say, well, why not? Why won't they share my stuff? Isn't it so simple to hit subscribe or share or for them to throw my launch party? Well, of course it is, but we can't expect that of our family. You know, it would be nice. They may have their own reasons of why they don't. Just don't expect it. Because we expect our family to read our material, so why not? They could get off their phones for 10 minutes and read a chapter, couldn't they? Well, let me just guilt trip them into participating in what I want from them. You know, I want it, whether they want it or not. But what if they don't want to hurt my feelings? Because they think that by giving me an honest critique, you know, I might fall apart. But dissertation work has caused me to have uh, a thick skin, trust me. But by the way, you know, some people might have a hard time with feedback. And it can be easier just to avoid the conflict than becoming involved. We want from others sometimes what they often cannot or will not give. and They may have their own reasons. Just don't expect it. You know, we then expect our family to always agree with us. Well, why not? They're my family, right? Aren't we supposed to share common values and belief systems? Weren't we raised together? Shouldn't we think the same? Don't we go around in the same circles? Uh, No. You know, have reasonable discourse with your family. Share your values and ideas, but don't push them to think and react just like you. And if you start to see, you know, the conversation heightening, remove yourself from that strife and that conflict, we're not robot families, and we should not strive to mold that. Let each other be each other with acceptance and love and dignity. Don't expect everyone to be the same. Well, just because my aunt is my greatest cheerleader in my family, and she read my book, well, then why isn't my cousin doing it? Or why isn't you know my other aunt doing it? Or well, why can't my uncle step up once in a while? No. Don't expect everyone to be the same. Be grateful if you have that cheerleader. Thank you, Lord, for my aunt Dot. And if my mama was still alive, she'd be reading everything under the sun because that's what my mama did. And she even put them in pretty colored folders and they're still in the drawer where she left them. But just don't expect everyone to be the same, especially within your family. When you expect, you leave yourself open to hurt which then leads to resentment and which leads to a hardening of our heart. So the best thing that we can do for ourselves as we move forward is to remove the expectancy. Many could be unrealistic to begin with. Just be present with your family. And I'm not saying don't share your news and events and projects with them. You know, that's not what I'm saying at all. Do that. But don't be hurt if they don't jump on your train and take that ride with you. Remember, it doesn't mean they don't love you. I have a pretty good feeling that my family loves me. They just don't love the same things I do. And I had to come to terms with that. I had to get okay with that. You know, we see this in the example of Jesus' own life. Our miracle maker was even rejected, and they weren't there to support him either. And he didn't stop his ministry or his voice or his calling, and neither should you. Jesus, Jesus said in Luke four twenty four, Truly I tell you, he continued, no prophet is accepted in his hometown. So do we just stop caring? Or distance ourselves no we continue to be the encourager of our family members the cheerleader the first in line the person that's there for them to be the supporter even if we don't get in return that's ludicrous you think well I challenge you to think otherwise be the person that edifies everyone even towards those difficult family members even if they don't show you the support you think you deserve you know it's not for that this life we live just to get something back or get something out of it Be the person today that's better than you were yesterday. Push through the expectancy and start with a clean slate. Forgive your family. and Continue to be you. I challenge you. I would like for us to pray together a verse from Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. For I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Dear Heavenly Father, whatever family situation we are facing, Lord, I know that you can come in and miraculously heal it. Please help us to see our family with your eyes, God, and not with our natural ones. Help us to be more forgiving and patient and understanding. God, please give us those people around us that will encourage and build us up. Let it come from many places, from our family and coworkers and strangers and friends. You know, you can supply us with our every need, Lord. Help us, God. Forgive us, Lord, of our sins. And help us to be more forgiving towards others. In Jesus' name. I mean it, I mean